This is Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Courtney Crone and Harry Douglas with you as always presented by Progressive Insurance. You can tweet to us at Courtney R. Cronin at HDouglas83. You can also hit us up on the CC call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. What is the impact of the decision by LeBron James on today's NBA and free agency across team sports. So if you're unfamiliar with what we're talking about here, the decision was a TV spectacle. There was so much hype, Harry, that was led up to this event for weeks on July 8th, 2010. LeBron James at the boys and girl in front of the Boys and Girls Club uh, in Greenwich, Connecticut, had a whole host of, of children around him, sat on a stage with Jim Gray, and ESPN broadcast broadcast this thing uh, from the Boys and Girls Club, and Jim Gray set this thing up dramatically and was asking him about his next stop. Like, can, I can picture LeBron up there with like sweat on his forehead, and he looked young back then because he was young back then. He was, you know, not even a full beard. No, had hair, all his hair. All his hair. Oh, oh, I knew somebody and, was going to go there. We both went there. The man was wearing an undershirt underneath that checkered like. Long sleeve shirt, long sleeve, I don't know if you call it a polo, but dress shirt. It was like a gingham colored purple shirt. And I remember seeing a little bit of the top of that white dress, uh, white undershirt that was like very like early 2010 style, um, LeBron James and like the dark denim. I mean, I'm going down the path of like painting the picture here. I know I'm on radio, but you, if you, you've seen the decision by now. So all the hype that went into this and in the aftermath of him saying those nine words, that he was going to be taking his talents to South Beach. Um, oh. He experienced so much fallout from that moment. Like, I was going back through reading oral histories about this, and the Boston Globe put something, they wrote an editorial on this. It didn't just go in sports. It ended up going, like, on the front page of their section. So it was, like, national news out, like a complete outcry of like how much ego was involved in this, that it was not the right way to handle this. Certainly LeBron felt that in the aftermath of his decision to make the decision on live national TV, primetime, 9 p.m., ESPN TV, like the whole nine yards. But this thing set into motion the true current era of player empowerment in the NBA, like it or not, about how he handled it. Yeah, and one of the reasons why he caught so much backlash for it is because we got to remember, when you talk about the greatest of all time, who are the two people we talk about? Michael Jordan and LeBron, and LeBron James. James mm-hmm. Right? You have a guy like LeBron James and a player of his stature um, that carries a lot of weight. People are not going to like everything that you do, especially if you announce where you're going to go the way you did. Granted, he was doing something for the Boys and Girls Club to raise money. That's not what everybody's going to see. They just see LeBron James being this public figure making this announcement on national TV. And a lot of people felt like it was the wrong way to go about it. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and say if it was wrong or not. Listen, the way you go about his business, you go about your business. That's, That's your decision. Just know there's going to be backlash, and there's always going to be backlash because I think LeBron James might be one of the most scrutinized sports figures that we've ever had, and I really can't see many flaws in LeBron James. No, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't think I ever will. Uh, All the man does is win everywhere he goes. He won a championship with the Miami Heat. He went back to Cleveland. He won a championship with them. He won a championship with the Los Angeles Lakers. He's won a championship with every team he has been on. 
So I don't know what more what more do people want. He has I I promise school. He he gives back to the community. He he was He's in a model, space model citizen. Yes. Model citizen, model athlete, does everything the right way, but he caught a lot of heat yes. for this. No pun intended, because he did go to the Miami Heat. And I think the thing that I took away from this and all the years afterwards is that, you know, the problem was not like just LeBron James and all of this. It was all of us, the media, the people that were hyping this, the people that were, you know, allowing the buildup to happen because it wasn't just that he did this. It was that he did this on top of choosing a team that was not the Cleveland Cavaliers. Like if LeBron James does the decision and is like, I'm staying in Cleveland in 2010, we're not talking about this in such a negative light because I don't think you'll find many other people, many people who will say this is anything other than like a complete utter PR disaster for LeBron. When you and I were on first take today, Brian Windhorst, ESPN NBA insider who, who covered this intricately uh, when LeBron was, was at the Boys and Girls Club in Greenwich, Connecticut, said that the plane ride that they then had to Miami, like in people he talked to on the plane, it was so quiet you could hear a pin drop because <laughs> they realized in that moment they had absolutely botched that situation. And, of course, when they land, they don't have Wi-Fi on the airplane. They can't, you know, back in 2010 that didn't exist. But then they see the letter that Dan Gilbert, the owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers, put out. And um, I think that he felt like he had failed in that – LeBron James had failed in that moment because of the way it almost like – not saying it was like a, a backhanded way to handle the team that he came up with, but it was like the abandonment factor with his his actions of leaving Cleveland to go to Miami. I mean, now in in so many respects, we see that as what sparked player empowerment, what sparked players being able to control their own destiny, and he had earned it as a free agent, but it's because of where he left. It wasn't just some random team. It was Cleveland. It was where he home. grew up. It's where he grew up, mm-hmm. and fans felt like, they lost a part of them. So, yes, they're going to say they're going to do crazy things. That's why you've seen the jerseys being being burned. Did they really feel that way about LeBron? Hell no. But in the moment, they were reacting off what they just heard and, and found out. Another thing I think he, he probably got the backlash for, though, is him, D-Wade, and Chris Bosh stating how many championships they're going to win and that whole ordeal. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, being on the stage and whatnot. I think, was that down in Miami? That was the like, intro? it was like a platform. It was yes. like, they were like a club. It looked yeah, like a so club. They, I don't know they, where they it was. They kind of got heat for that as well. Because it was a spectacle. It's like watching, <laughs> that was like what I saw when I saw the Spice Girls reunion tour in 2008. If you want to you got to get with my that, friends. Yes, exactly. You sound just like them. Um, it was like these <laughs> platforms, and they're standing up there with, like, the smoke and, like, the yes. lights and the strobes. And, like, you've got Le- – I can picture it. LeBron, when he when he had the headband. Like, mm-hmm. LeBron headband LeBron is a different LeBron than today. He's grown now. Here we go. Um, but he's on the right side, arms crossed. Wearing, wearing like, the, he was wearing six at that time. I think it was Dwayne Wade in the middle, Chris Bosh on the left. Like, it was such a spectacle. And that's, I think, what really rubbed people the wrong way. And I do sometimes think that we get, like, that could teeter the line of the shut up and dribble community, right? Like, why are you making all this big deal about yourself? Blah, blah, blah. Just go and play where you're going to play. Say where you're going. Like, LeBron had earned that moment. Did he handle it the right way? Was this, like, maybe not the best way to do it? Of course not. Like, but I don't think it's fair to say, like, in looking back at this, that this was anything other than 
what sparked everything that players are able to reap the benefits of now. And I think you bring up a good point because that shut up and dribble crowd, when they don't like all the antics that yes. especially people of color may do and they feel like people of color are being extra the whole nine, you know, they, they take it to another level. They turn up and, you know, they get they they get totally out of character and they go on this rampage about certain things and that whole ordeal. But I will say this, LeBron James, I think he changed the game when it came to uh, changed the game in a different way because these super teams were being built way before LeBron and even the Celtics too. It just wasn't scrutinized the way that LeBron did it. When when he when he did it, it was it was looked upon as being frowned upon. Mm-hmm. But he also realized that he needed help. Yes. He realized in Cleveland he couldn't do it by himself. And he figured out, and I think a lot of other players around the league figured out as well, is that, okay, I can't do this by myself. Look at Luke in Dallas. Luke is not going to be able to do it by himself. He's going to need a Robin to his Batman that's going to be able to carry some of the load when he may have an off night, when he's not going to probably be out there. He may have an injury or two uh, going on. So that's the logistics of it all. But it was a great time in my life because, you know, my brother got a chance to go on down to LeBron last season in Miami. And you still got to you yeah. got to go, too. You, you got know, to, we're, we're, welcome to Miami. Welcome to, to Miami. Yeah, my wife told me this morning when I said that on first take. She said, yeah, I seen what you said, too. I you at like, least gave her credit for letting you go. Oh, of course. Like, of course, because she know me and my brother are best friends. Mm-hmm. So if my brother say he needs me, honey, he needs, honey, you ain't got to tell me he needs you. Sure. You want to go. Yeah, you're right, baby. I do want to go. So the thing that this now, like how it relates to the current day, you've got Kevin Durant, yep. and he wants to leave the Brooklyn Nets. Like the this, LeBron was a free agent back in 2010, and he had an opportunity to to go somewhere else. Kevin Durant now wants to go somewhere else. And it feels like he has the opportunity to do that, even though he's got four years still under his contract with the Brooklyn Nets, because LeBron James and the empowerment angle of the decision and, the, and, and what came out of that in the aftermath. Like, he, he wants to go somewhere else. He says there are two teams on this list. How much say should Durant have in his next destination? Should the Warriors be one of those teams interested in acquiring his services? We will talk about that next coming up here on Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So we know that Kevin Durant requested a trade away from the Brooklyn Nets. He met with Joe Sy, the owner, Harry Douglas, and said, I want to go two places. I want to go to the Phoenix Suns or I want to go to the Miami Heat. Now, nothing has happened in the last week. And we don't expect anything to necessarily happen until the Brooklyn Nets are able to command the haul that they believe they deserve for Kevin Durant, which which should be a lot. But if you're looking at the situation objectively, there's no other way you can there's nothing else you can say other than they shouldn't bend to the will of Kevin Durant. Now, will they is the question. The thing is for me like they can consider and listen to him, uh, what he has to say, which they did, mm-hmm. but doesn't necessarily mean that they have to grant his wishes. Sure. And I'm also bothered by Kevin Durant only giving them two teams to try to work with. But when you look at the Brooklyn Nets, they have to do what's best for their organization moving forward because they're possibly going to lose Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Still hold on to a coach, Steve Kerr. Like we said, we don't even know if he can damn coach. Steve Nash. Steve, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. Steve Nash. That's what I meant. Steve Nash. We don't even know if he can coach a team because it was so so much one-on-one basketball going on this mm-hmm. year. But then have him be your leader for a rebuild and what you're trying to do. I, I just question marks all over the place. But I just don't understand how the Brooklyn Nets can just say or just do, hey, we're going we're gonna to send you to Phoenix. We're going to send you to Miami. When we know the Golden State Warriors, which I don't mind seeing him going uh, back to, ha- probably have the best package that any team could give him because of the young players that they have, plus draft picks. And then you look at and the swap that the yes. salary swap they could do with Andrew Wiggins. So yes. He's the hurdle that makes it complicated because remember, if that were to happen, like Ben, because of the designated rookie max, you cannot have Correct. two players on one team that both have that. Which is one of the stupidest things I've heard of. That's too. weird. I don't. I don't understand like I, that rule. Maybe it'll go away with the new CBA, but like nonetheless, Ben Simmons would have to be traded to get Andrew Wiggins to the Brooklyn Nets. They would not be able to be on the same team because of that stipulation. But everything the Warriors have is everything that the Brooklyn Nets would ask for. Young players, an all-star player at that, and draft capital. And I don't want people to get upset with me because I want to see Kevin Durant go back to the Golden State Warriors. That's just how I feel. It's nothing it's not personal. A, it's not a wrong feeling, It's Harry. just business. Well, Shout it, out to it, Linda Snow out there listening to us on Twitter. I heard you, Linda. I got it in there for you, baby. Don't worry. I, <laughs> I love the fans. I love the listeners. I love y'all. I got it in there, Linda. But, like... You're And look, I, I disagree with you. I don't want to see him go to the Warriors, but I can understand where you're coming from with yes. that because that would be a great story for Kevin Durant to go win it again after like realizing the grass isn't always greener, come back to a place where you were empowered to win your first championship Correct. and you were given an opportunity to win two finals MVPs. But like we talked about on First Take today, that that that's not fair to Steph Curry in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like Curry had to take a back seat to Kevin Durant he did. when when they decided to bring him to Golden State in 2016. He'd have to probably do that again. And this is a guy who just came, you know, proved everyone wrong, came off his finals MVP this year, carried this team literally on his back um every step of the way. After about, coming off an injury. Yes, like 
is it fair to like do that to Steph Curry? I don't think so. I well, think that, like, they shouldn't even this. consider it for that reason. If Steph Curry is cool with it, then you gotta, you gotta. Oh yeah, he's the. You, you gotta ask him. You, you like, gotta, you gotta go go through with it. If he, if you have a sense that he feels some type, if he, even if he says yes, if you have a sense that he feels some type of way about it, you don't do it. Mm-hmm. But if they got Kevin Durant back, I want to see it. I want to see it. I'm telling you, I was there at Quicken Loans Arena when he pulled up on that three-pointer in LeBron James' face, and he looked at everybody in the crowd, and I seen the hatred on the Cleveland Cavaliers' faces. Uh, get the hell out of our building. We don't want you here. We don't like you. And Kevin Durant just looked at him. I am that damn guy. Yeah, he is. And he's going to command a pretty damn good haul. Oh, like, yes. that's that's what the Brooklyn Nets should be worried about. Yep. Like if if the Phoenix Suns will give you that, if the Miami Heat will give you that, Kevin Durant's reported two preferred destinations, okay. But you can't give up everything to keep him happy when he's not going to be your guy anymore. It's basically it's not even going to be involved in your organization. Exactly. It's like he's four years left on this contract. You're hurting yourselves to put him in a better situation. That's not that's not smart business, right there. Like if. If I, if any team, no matter if it's the Sacramento Kings, and we know it won't be, but like, if you you have to do what's best for the the long term health of your franchise, because you're back in a rebuild. If you get Kevin, if you get Kevin Durant out of there and Kyrie Irving too, you're back in a rebuild. Send him to New Orleans. Willie Green was on the staff with him. Also Collins, I think it was J- Jerry Collins. Jerry Collins, he was on. He's on the staff down in New Orleans too. Okay. He was on that staff in Golden State. I wouldn't mind seeing a swap with Brandon Ingram. In a Herbert Jones and probably a Dyson Daniels plus other draft. Do picks. they control? I don't know if they control their draft. Like from here on out, I don't feel like there's any reason Ooh, that we know. wouldn't think that they do. Because I'm just like thinking Can of like trades. Imagine him in New Orleans with C.J. McCollum and Zion. and Zion. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'd love to see it. That's one that nobody's talking about. We had some people call in earlier with some good ones, um, but I can it, hear Mike Bring now. Bang. Toronto, Toronto would be a good one. Although I feel like that's already that ship is kind of sailed uh, with the Scotty Barnes rumors and the, and the picks. But nonetheless, like maybe we'll find out next week. Maybe it'll be three weeks from now. But in the end, Kevin Durant probably won't get his way unless the Brooklyn Nets can get their way and try to make out good uh, at some point with all of this draft capital. And players and everything else that they want included in the trade. Candy and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. The WNBA All-Star Game is headed to the shy. We break down the happenings. Coming up next, Candy and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. AT&T WNBA All-Star Weekend kicking off tomorrow, July 9th and 10th, live from Chicago, home of the reigning WNBA champion Chicago Sky. They're hosting this event. Let's head out to Chicago now here on Canty and Carlin, Courtney Cronin, Harry Douglas. Joined now by Annie Costable. She covers the Chicago Sky and the WNBA for the Chicago Sun-Times. And Annie, I know that you just finished up a press conference that took place on Friday afternoon with Brittany Griner as the headlining subject. Everyone from Reverend Al Sharpton to Sherelle Griner, Brittany's wife, Neka Ogumake, Sue Bird, and Terry Jackson were there. What was, I, I'm pretty sure we know what the message was uh, about Brittany Griner. What was the biggest takeaway for you? The biggest takeaway for me, first of all, thanks for having me on, guys. But the biggest takeaway for me um, was Sherelle Griner just expressing that it's a priority for everybody to support the administration at this point in their efforts to get Brittany safely back to the United States. After having a conversation with President Biden, you know, she was able to read a letter that he wrote to Brittany Griner and it, I believe, you know, provided some comfort to her and in, in just reestablishing the, the efforts to, again, get Brittany home safely. After that letter was read, what was the mood around everyone? Was it a little bit more joy, a little bit more happiness, a little bit more hope that Brittany will be coming home at some point? To be honest, I can't really describe the player's energy as, as joyful or, um, you know, happy. Neko, Gumake, um, Sue Bird, they, they didn't appear to be you know, joyful in this moment. I know that that all-star is, is happening, but their feelings are that it, it's not happening without Brittany. And so they really were reiterating messages that Brittany is an American hero and she's one of all of us. And their message was that all Americans should really be looking at Brittany as, as themselves, as a family member, as a peer. And in sharing those messages, they were pretty solemn. We're talking with Annie Costable. She covers the WNBA for the Chicago Sun-Times. She's in Chicago 
for WNBA All-Star Weekend. So while Brittany Griner is certainly a huge part of the focus for the WNBA community this weekend and will continue to be so until she is brought home. This is supposed to be, like you had mentioned, a happy event and one that we're celebrating the rise of the WNBA nationally. And of course, it's happening in a city that is home to the reigning champion Chicago Sky. And I know that you have a story coming out tomorrow on the, for the Chicago Sun-Times about Candace Parker and her resurgence at this point of her career. Remember, you and I were talking last year, or, you know, a couple months ago, that she might be retiring soon. It certainly doesn't look like it by the way that she's playing. But what's the story and what's the aura around Candace Parker right now? You know, the energy around Candace and is, is really that this is her city. Chicago belongs to her right now in this moment. The All-Star Game is here. She's headlining it. Of course, she's not a captain. Um, she received the fourth, fourth highest number of votes. But, you know, she's, she's making history in the sky's pursuit of, of what would be a historic second WNBA championship if they are able to accomplish that in the fall. And, you know, she's doing it when... Others have, have counted her out. There's been this level of, some would say, disrespect that's, you know, been, been put on her by even her peers in the league. This year she was voted as the 13th best front court player in the WNBA by WNBA players. In 2019, The Athletic published a, a WNBA poll that listed her as the most overrated player in the league. And I don't believe that Candace Parker is, you know, by any means motivated by by this disrespect, but she is aware of it. And, you know, it's something that that is definitely on her mind. And I think, you know, again, isn't motivating her, but but she's conscious of it. Another player who certainly draws headlines and maybe not for like the right reasons right now, because it doesn't make a whole ton of sense is Skylar Diggins. Um, I know that there's all these like, weird <laughs> trade rumors around her, Annie, and I'm hoping that you can help me make sense of it. Cause for all intents and purposes, she's had a really good season this year. Why is Phoenix trying to trade her away? It honestly makes zero sense. She's, she's the best player on that team right now. And that's a team with Diana Taurasi on it as well. So I don't say that lightly her production is is leading the Phoenix Mercury. But there's clearly a miscommunication taking place in that organization and it 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 really is is contributing, I think, to a volatile energy that kind of exists there between, you know, Skyler and and their head coach, Vanessa. So, you know, we saw her tweet recently, the clown emoji over her own coach, uh, her own coach's press conference. And obviously Vanessa Nygaard's comments about this not being an all-star game without Diana Taurasi in it when her other player, another player on her team in Skyler is in the game was, you know, as some said, disrespectful. And I think that's exactly how Skyler took it. So I think that these rumors are in line with some of the energy that exists in Phoenix right now. Annie Costable covers the Chicago sky and the WNBA for the Chicago sun times. I'm going to get you out on this. I, lo- I saw some of the rules that the All-Star game is going to feature. 20-second shot clock, automatic points yes. for free throw attempts. Explain this four-point shot thing to me, because I know that it exists, I believe, in the big three, but, uh, but it sounds very Harlem Globetrotters-esque. Like, how is this supposed to work? So, 
So listen, I mean, the WNBA has some, some entertaining shooters, Kelsey Plum's one, and obviously, you know, the sky has some shooters too who could chuck up a four-point shot. So the way to my understanding is it's going to work is, is there are circles that are going to be just beyond the three-point line on the court. And if you're in that space or your foot is touching that space and, and you shoot from that space and hit, it's a four-point shot. And so I think it's just, you know, an attempt to bring a little bit more energy to the game and to showcase some of these shooters that, you know, have become known for, for chucking up shots at half court and, and from the logo as, as everyone loves to point out. Great stuff, Annie. Thank you so much for the time. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me guys. That was Annie Costable covering the WNBA and WNBA all-star weekend in Chicago. She covers the Chicago sky normally for the Chicago sun times. Be sure to check out her story on Candace Parker on Saturday. That was the weekend preview brought to you by Geico. Whether you rent or own, Geico makes it easy to bundle home and car insurance. Go to geico.com today. As a reminder, the WNBA All-Star Game takes place July 9th and 10th. ESPN and ABC will provide multi-day coverage of the All-Star Weekend festivities live from Chicago. ESPN's going to air the WNBA Skills Competition and the Mountain Dew three-point contest from McCormick Place tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. ABC then picks up coverage on Sunday, televising the 18th WNBA All-Star Game from Trust arena coming up next remember dan gilbert's letter to fans in cleveland after lebron pulled off the decision well if you don't you're in for a treat candy and carlin 12 years ago tonight july 8th 2010 lebron james had the decision where he announced he was leaving cleveland to go to the miami heat as a free agent well while he was flying down to miami Cavs owner dan gilbert issued a letter via, like, I don't know if this was Microsoft Word, if this was done, like, in paint, but it's in Comic Sans, and he issued it on the team's website. Like, I, I remember this when this thing was circulating. I'll, I'll read you some clips here. Courtney Cronin and Harry Douglas here on Canyon Carlin. Um, As you now know, our former hero, who grew up in the very region that he deserted this evening, is no longer a Cleveland Cavalier. Dan Gilbert, obviously Harry, referring to LeBron James. Like, he goes on and on. Like, he he, he called it the self-promotional buildup, culminating with a national TV special of his, quote, decision, unlike anything we have ever, quote, witnessed in the history of sports and probably the history of entertainment. The passive aggressiveness continues on about five graphs into this. Dan Gilbert, in all caps, in bolded Comic Sans, not even the normal one. You get the special one here. Quote, I personally guarantee that the Cleveland Cavaliers will win an NBA championship before the self-titled former, quote, King wins one. He didn't deliver on that promise. <laughs> no, not at all. LeBron king, had to go back. The King actually got him his title. You can take it to the bank, is what Dan Gilbert said in this letter. Like, I forgot this thing existed. Until we started talking about today being the 12 year anniversary of the decision, and Dan Gilbert was heated. I don't know, like, oh, if he his, was emotionally unstable. Like, his administrative <laughs> assistant should have been like, Dan, put down the Microsoft Word, yes. put it down. Um, because it's just like, I can't or take, put down the bottle. I Dan. can't take this thing seriously because it's in Comic Sans. At least go with Calibri or Ariel or Times New Roman or any other professional looking font. I can't. Like, this is just, this is incredible. It's incredibly bad. Our it's inc- former hero. Like, he ends it going, I promise, in all caps. And I'm yelling because that's what you do when you read caps. 
I promise you that our energy focus, capital knowledge and experience will be directed at one thing and one thing only delivering you caps, the championship you have deserved and is long overdue dot, dot, dot Dan. Well, he, he, he should tell LeBron, thank you for, I hope, I hope he apologized for Cleveland. This one's for you. I know that Dan Gilbert was upset about this, but this seems like something that he would probably regret. LeBron said he regretted how he handled the decision, not the decision itself. Um, but the TV spectacle that it became, I think Dan Gilbert would probably feel the same way now that this letter uh, has widely circulated and always comes up on the anniversary of the decision. It's Friday, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, Courtney Cronin, Harry Douglas holding it down for the guys. Want to thank our incredible lineup of guests that stopped by the show today. Tarika Foster, Brasby ESPN Senior Social Media Manager and WNBA Reporter, live from Chicago, Nicholas Moriano. He covers the Bears for CHGO, a part of our two-a-days coverage here on ESPN Radio. As always, Chris Carlin, host of Canty and Carlin, talked about barbecuing. Why That's you, all we talked about. Why are you about. laughing, Courtney? I'm laughing because you... <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Harry took his shoe off, dancing the jump man, which was the 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 comeback um, song that you heard there in the rejoin, and was pointing at the logo, pointing at the jump man. Symbol. Because and this is this is how like Harry and I have been going since seven a.m. this morning. We did first take, and now we're doing Candy and Carlin. So you just kind of at this point in the night, you just kind of roll with it. You yeah. get slap happy, and you know, Harry's <laughs> keeping Yesterday, it light. Yesterday, three and out, we didn't even do three. We and didn't out. do three. We, we did your travel we did, adventures no, and no, goodies we, powders. We did goodie powders, and 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 we're not gonna get on Sh- Shannon. I I leave you in the clear this time because you know what certain things are that I didn't know, and I, I'm gonna keep it there. Yeah. That's 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 fair. That's fair. And we'll finish out our guest list. Ben Standig, senior writer for The Athletic, talked about the Washington Commanders. And then Annie Costable, Chicago Times, Chicago Sun-Times reporter who covers WNBA and the WNBA's Chicago Sky, also live from the All-Star Festival uh, in open? Chicago. Uh, yeah, I'm going to throw to the three and out open right now, Are you Shannon. rushing us, so, Shannon? Uh, yeah, let's throw to the three and out uh, open. Patience is a virtue. Trying to end the show. Let's go three and out. Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. I'm gonna hope that I wasn't being rushed there by my incredible producer Shannon Penn. That was just an accident that that went out over air. Um, Look, a lot of stuff's happening right now. I want to just make sure. How are the hot dogs doing? You have the you and Mr. Electric Grill. How are your hot dogs? Ready to be eaten in about five minutes. I could just delay this. I'm gonna blow through the heart out just so you can. I'm gonna get on my charcoal grill. I'm gonna do it for the culture. Yeah, Shannon's doing it for the electricity. As long as you can come and clean it. Attitude. God, both of you <laughs> talking about how to clean a grill. Um, okay, so the summer league is going on right now in Las Vegas. You, your brother's out there. Your family's out there. Um, maybe they know about this, and maybe they'll get themselves one of their own. The summer league is giving out championship rings for the winner of summer league. Championship rings, it's like what you get if you ridiculous. win an NBA Finals. That's ridiculous. So you're not wearing one. I wouldn't wear one. I want to know, like, are these, like, are they, are they, is it real, though? Are these, like, the Cubic Zirconia championship rings? These can't be real, like well, Diamond like Crusted or like some my damn earrings. You know my earrings come you from You told co- me you got them at Clairs. They come from Clairs. Smart, hey, smart decision. Hey, buy because, three, get three free. Yes. Just went the other day. 
smart because I would never be able to tell from here. Um, and okay, I see the thing now. You cannot tell me that that's real. It says summer league. It's gaudy as heck. Um, it looks fake. That thing looks like it would turn your hand green. Why are they doing this though? It makes no sense to me. I don't know. There's really like no reason to up the ante. It's summer league. It's basically a, it's their chance to see their draft picks in action. Mm-hmm. Um, why you want to crown draft picks before they've actually earned anything? I feel like this could actually uh, be a bad thing for the NBA. Getting people all entitled before they, have they to actually earn their stripes. They do no rings for you, <laughs> none. But if you are in the live golf tournament. You get to ride on it on a private plane. Um, this is insane, and I saw this earlier on social media. Live Golf has like, imagine like, have you ever been on a Virgin Airlines flight? No. Okay. Well, I have once. I flew out of San Francisco to go back to Chicago, and that inside the flight, it's like a club, Harry. What? It's like a club. Purple lights. They got the cool like elevator music. Like when you're walking into like a club, in- like Soul Plane. No, Kevin Hart? not not entirely that. It's more like a chill lounge. Oh, okay. like um, but this live golf thing is incredible because they are flying their golfers and their caddies and what looked like family members, maybe significant others to golf tournaments in a private plane. Wow. And this thing, Myron Medcalf, who is a host here on ESPN radio, I got to shout him out because this tweet nearly made me fall out of my chair. Um, Private jet for live golfers and caddies. And like you can just see these guys are having the time of their life. Golf is the furthest thing from their mind on this jet that has the purple lighting, white tables, white tablecloth. They're partying. Myron says, is this Liv's come to death row video? (laughs) I mean, I can't I can't think of anything. The, the, The seats. We were talking about your travel adventures when you're shooting dice in the back of the plane. <laughs> These seats are insane. They've got a full, a full-on dining room. Oh um, man, I, that's amazing, though. And I, that's I, amazing. I, I'm very anti-live golf because of what it stands for and what I think it's doing to the sport. But this private plane is out of control. Um, it's for their golfers Shout out to and the for caddies, their caddies being able to experience that Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Um, that is, I mean, that's quite a spectacle. Candy and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Courtney Cronin, Harry Douglas. Let's welcome in Harry Black, our who who who, who? the other Harry on this show. What's Harry his Black. name? His, his name is Harry Black. Okay, he's Harry Black. I'm Black Harry. Just in case y'all got confused. Harry okay. Douglas, Harry Black, and Harry Black. What are, were you, you trying to tell me something about like, the internet weighing as much as a strawberry or something? Well, that's where this started. Also, Harry definitely, Harry Douglas definitely said he was going to do this about four hours ago and bring up the Black Harry, Harry Black. So, way to it's pay the off befo- that tease. It's the before yes. and after, like on Jeopardy. Yes. yes. Um, but Harry yeah, Black Friday. It started out with um, how the internet, all the electrons that make up the internet, weigh about as much as, as a strawberry. Uh, one minute, by the way. I was about to say, and don't worry, that, I'm watching the heart out. I'm kind of a producer at heart here, but anyways, continue. So that led me to finding this exactly, which I already kind of knew. If the earth was a grain of sand, the sun would uh, be a cue ball. If the sun was a cue ball, the solar system would be four football fields. Now you have to shrink the solar system because the next part of this gets really big. If the solar system was then a grain of sand, the Milky Way would be 31 miles in diameter. That's how small and insignificant we are. 30 seconds. I, 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 I don't I, think we're I, insignificant. I'm done, I'm done with school. That, you, you said too much to me. 
We're hosting a radio show on ESPN Radio on a Friday night. There's nothing more significant than us right now. So boom. And you so, just had Harry Black tell you about the the internet weighing as much as a strawberry. It's incredible. Like how much does a strawberry weigh? I think it's probably like ten. 10, 10 ounces? No, less than that. Ounces? Go, I don't know. Go ask Spain and Fitz. They're coming up next. ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.